mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Happy Valentine's Day episode. Is this going up on Valentine's Day? It's the day after. Because Valentine's Day is on Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I should have just looked at the calendar. Happy day after Valentine's Day. Melissa's Um, birthday, Eve. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, any time between because I have you. One of my other friends' birthdays, like right around this time, like the same time that all I know is that like I am on high alert for like just like two weeks of February. And I'm like, it's it's there's birthday, Valentine's Day, birthday, birthday, birthday. 
So shout out to all the Aquarius size. Aquarii? Aquarii. Aquarii. Love. Is it is it fun to have your birthday like near Valentine's Day as a holiday? I keep it all separate. Okay. Cause yeah, I always I always feel like kind of bad who for people whose birthday is like the twenty sixth of December or like yeah. the twenty you know. Yeah. I mean uh, three of my nieces and nephews have birthdays. No, four have birthdays around there and we have to celebrate each one separately. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I should introduce all of the voices you're hearing. Hi, I'm Megan. I'm joined by my co-host, Melissa. And um, for our Valentine's Day special, also joined by my boyfriend, Mots. Hello. So if you want to watch this episode, you can see the magnificent quarantine flow he is going on. I am obsessed with it. I love it. I just, I love it. So... Yeah, I guess I'll give a spiel on the what this is. This is an advice show. Um, you call us, leave us voicemails, then we give you miraculous, fantastic, sometimes life-altering and life-changing advice. So and we've what, learned. So, yes. <laughs> um, what we lack in credentials and any sort of certification, we make up for in opinions. We have lots of them. And if you would like to leave us a voicemail for an upcoming episode, you can call us and leave the voicemail at 310-694-0976 and international listeners you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com we ask that you keep your voicemail under three minutes long and that you write it down so you can plan it out you can practice see how long it is make sure you're not missing any key information and that you also are 18 or over have your parents permission and don't forget to leave your age in the voicemail as well as your pronouns and yeah any any anything new what's new with you Melissa. Nothing at all. There's nothing going on. <laughs> okay. What about Mots? You're you're I mean, this is is this your third or fourth time? I think it's my fourth time. Really? Yeah, I think, I think so. May, maybe third. Either either one of those. So I'm Great. I'm an old hand. How you doing? I'm good. I'm a little tired. It was kind of I mean to all your working listeners out there uh, definitely was a kind of a rough and long week at work. So I'm a little, uh, a little flat, but I'm going to try and, you know, get, get some energy from the calls. <laughs> I also have a song from my nephew's, one of his little toys like stuck in my head. Which one? Papa, while no, I'm ready to ride, <laughs> grab the car, let's go. We don't have the rights. No, the, the, <laughs> I'm not even thinking it the right. One, the one that goes, we're on our way. Ready Dad, for right. the adventure. No. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, because it starts slow. It's like, da na 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 <laughs> we're on our way. And it's because he's in his play, his like little play area. While I'm working, so like the past got like sixty days at this point. Like every every like afternoon, I get d d d. So that's where I'm at. I'm a okay. little fried. He's gonna be like a future podcast listener though, because he uses his musical toys like podcasts, where he just puts them on in the background and then goes and does something else. And I, I was love like, it. "You're listening to it like a podcast." I'm so proud of you. It's pretty fucking cute. Yeah, but he, um, he is a cutie. Oh, I wish I could hide that toy, though. <laughs> Me you can, too. 
So we start all of our episodes with an update. So one of our callers who has been on another episode, we gave advice. They call us and we talk to them and we chat with them and they give us an update on what's all happening with their previous call. And we did it without you. I apologize. That's okay. I'll, I'll just listen. Hi. So I'm from episode nine, season seven. I was the one that had the weird gift um, left on my door. Um, so it was the three gifts, the crystal, and then the two relationship books. Yeah. And so basically I told my landlord and then he was like, the CCTVs were down and me and my brain, I like listen to you guys in the murder podcast. I'm like, that's it. So I was like, I'm going to get killed. <laughs> I like had the same reaction that you guys did where I was like, somebody is watching me. This is weird. So kind of what happened from that is I've been trying to contact my landlord. So originally I told him the day it happened and then I didn't get an update from him for two days. And I was like hounding his emails and calling him nonstop and just being like, hello, what happened? And originally I had asked him not to tell any of the other tenants because there's only eight units in my building. So I'm in one of those like old school 1920s apartments. Mm -hmm. So, and at the time, two of the units were empty. So there's only like six units that were being lived in at the time. And everyone else is much older than me, maybe in their thirties to forties and are all in couples besides one guy who's like a director that has his girlfriend over all the time, but she doesn't live here. And then the guy that lives above me who was in a relationship, but they broke up a while ago. So I'm like the only single one here. And I'm like the only Mm -hmm. single girl that lives here. So I initially asked to not have anything be told to the other tenants because in my initial thought was if it's not for me, like, you know, that's fine, but I don't want to like accuse anybody else or Mm -hmm. like, make anyone else feel uncomfortable. So I asked him not to say anything. And then he was like, by the way, I emailed everyone and asked them and nobody replied. So you can just throw them away. And I was like, okay, that's exactly not what I asked you to do, but (laughs) all right. And so I've just been asking him if like the cameras have been updated. He hasn't said anything. And my lease isn't up until April because I moved in here right before everything shut down. Mm -hmm. So like that week, everything shut down. That's when I moved in here. So moving during the pandemic was like awful. And I moved from a studio into this one bedroom. So now I have so much more stuff. Yeah. Like moving was just like hell on earth. And I am immune compromised. So I don't, I've been looking at apartments over video calls and stuff, but I also Mm -hmm. have a dog and a cat. Mm-hmm. And so finding, I mean, you guys know you live in LA. It's like hell on earth to find an apartment that you like that's like affordable where pets are allowed and like feels safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought this building was safe because, I mean, there's cameras all over the place. And I was told when I moved in that they all worked and there's codes on all the doors. So how somebody like got in and put them there. Yeah. Like, does it make sense to me unless it was one of my neighbors, which is even weirder. So like, I just kind of don't really like know what to do at this point. And I don't really want to spend like all the money that it takes to move during. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in LA, like after a year, it goes month by month. So I you didn't have think- time. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I've been thinking of like maybe staying here and just like waiting it out. I haven't gotten anything else and like nothing abnormally weird has happened. Like I feel like I'm extra paranoid now. And every time somebody walks by, I mean, I'm on the ground floor. So whenever somebody walks by, I can like make eye contact with them. Yeah. So it's like, are people just being nosy and like looking in windows? Cause when I go on the walks, I do that too. Like yeah. you're just walking, you're like, oh, that's a cute apartment. So I'm just like extra paranoid. But yeah, I mean, really not much else has happened besides me trying to like fight with my landlord. Have you thought about getting like a ring, like a camera for you outside of your door? Yeah. I mean, it's hard because this building, like it's, everything is painted over so many times. So it's just like, <laughs> oh, oh weird. Like, I know. Yeah. It's like a 1920s door. So it's like all uneven mm-hmm. and weird. And so my dad was saying that I should get one and I've been looking they're just like so expensive. And I just like, so I'm going to probably order one, but it's just like, I haven't done it yet. Cause I just like, I don't know. I've worked like nonstop. Like I work yeah. almost like seven days a week. So like I'm working right now. I took a break from work. So I'm just like busy. straight up though. If you give us your Venmo, I will, I will post it in the Facebook group. People can no, Cause like, that's like, no, I'm not kidding. Like I I'll, I'll fucking send you my, like, it's something that like, I, th- I completely get like not wanting to move at all. And like, even if like, like I like hope more than anything that like Melissa was right from the original call that like it was meant for somebody else, but yeah. like peace of mind, like mm-hmm. just peace of mind to know that like, so like, cause I completely get the fact that you're like ground, ground floors already like that's already has some like increased like anxieties and that stuff. But like then just wondering every time someone walks by your door, like that has like, yeah, that, that there is that kind of like response yeah. and that feeling. I think it'll probably just give you some peace of mind to like, no, like you have that camera up and you, you like look and see and that nobody is ever lingering or anything or looking like that. And then it's like, okay, it was probably for somebody else. And yeah. that could be it. And they yeah. have the ring too, where you can like clip it on the door as opposed to like screwing. Cause I know yeah, that you were saying that. Yeah, I've seen those on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I, that yeah. would make sense. Have you seen any of your neighbors? Has like anyone been like, have you had like, has anyone been weirder? Like, or has it just been relatively the same? Everyone else that lives here besides, so the guy above me, a little weird, but I don't want to like be like it's him, but like you know, there's it, a possibility like, that it could be. Yeah, him. do you listen yeah, to my I, favorite I, murder? I, Fuck politeness, yes, Fuck politeness. Literally, it's so, so I mean, I don't talk to him at all, like, he's always given me like kind of weird vibes, but it's that kind of thing where it's just like, I'm like, maybe he's just like an old, older guy, and I just like, I don't know, like, I don't really talk to anyone in the building because they're yeah. all like couples or like older than me the guy in the front that like has the girlfriend he's like a director and he's like really nice and like him and I have had passing conversations like with his dog but his girlfriend's over all the time so Mm -hmm. like I don't think it was him the only person in my building like think maybe it was is the guy above me which is like weird (laughs) and I thought it was for him from his ex-girlfriend which could have been possible but I just don't know. So the drawing, because there was a drawing, did it look like you or resemble yours? Like, like a like stick cartoons. figure. So it's like, I mean, they were like cartoony drawings. And like, to be honest, like they just look like cartoon drawings. Like they don't really look like anybody that I know or like anyone in the building. The girl did have like dark hair. Like it was drawn I was in just going to ask that. Yeah. Did it have bangs? 
it was like curl. I mean, I have naturally curly hair, like kind of like yours, Megan. Uh-huh. Where it's like, so it was like curly hair, but I don't wear my hair curly super often, only like at home. So like it could have been, I don't know. That's yeah. it's just like, I just don't know. So it's I mean, this limbo. I'm going to say, I, I would say for you, someone made you incredibly uncomfortable, which is fucked up. And it is not your responsibility to not make other people feel uncomfortable. Being like cautious and not necessarily like, because like there's nothing necessarily to like accuse this guy of or because there's nothing nothing to do right now. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like yeah. if he's like was still doing something or anything like that. But like having your guard up and being like, I think it was probably this guy and like just like operating and, and knowing like that it's him. Mm-hmm. and op- exactly operating like it's him being accused of dropping a like a letter off being accused of making a girl un, or anyone uncomfortable is nowhere near comparable as making someone uncomfortable it's like the same yeah. thing when people are like oh my god like you're gonna like jump and like accuse someone of like sexual misconduct or, or whatever and i was like so you're gonna defend a hypothetical person before like they th- no, like there is like the i don't want to say victim but the person who's been affected in this situation like yeah. that that is going to be far greater than being accused um of that so like i think operate that he was like the one who did it and if you feel comfortable like the uh director who lives there or if you've like had a conversation with like his girlfriend or like anyone else in your building because it doesn't seem like your landlord like i would tell your like if you don't feel comfortable telling your landlord like i think it was probably this dude um if you tell someone else in your building being like hey i just want to like give you a heads up like i had this weird fucking thing happen and um i like i'm not 100 percent sure but i do think it is like the guy like i think it's the guy upstairs and i'm not i'm not telling you to like have you do anything i just like need to tell someone else in this building just because like i would feel really comfortable if you knew that and just like if you see anything or anything like please give me like a text or a call and um i'd love to like get your number if something were to happen to like have someone Mm -hmm. in the building that I can contact because I've tried to contact the landlord and like it hasn't been timely and just like essentially kind of like create that create not necessarily even like a friendship but like now there is this weird thing with someone who and let's again we're operating that it's this guy that there's this weird thing with someone in the building that like now you need someone in this building who is like a comfort and someone who you can like feel like you could reach out to it doesn't have to be like a close like you don't have to be close friends or anything but someone in the building yeah. who is looking out for you and then also is operating on the same page as you with this and looking out for it because yeah. no for sure I mean when I first initially like when it happened I like told um my like property manager slash like landlord guy that I thought that it might have been him mm-hmm. and it's like Damon was like, oh, well, he is like kind of odd, but like he does like nice stuff like that all the time. And I'm like, but nice. nice. I think if you can get a camera and have like a a comrade, an ally in the building who is kind of like also like on the lookout for if this guy does any like sort of weird shit again. And then if you are able to have that, like, you know, on video, if you get like one of those cameras and all of that stuff, it's grounds to get that guy kicked out of the apartment which yeah is yeah and who knows and maybe he is like maybe he is just like and more like more than likely he's probably just like a weird dude isn't like great at reading social cues thought this was like a nice sweet thing to do you didn't respond and then as maybe maybe it's like okay she's like not interested and like is never gonna do anything ever again but like i think for your own peace of mind to like 
move like to like be able to like feel comfortable and like safe in your mm-hmm. apartment and like yeah it's still like such a home and, and yeah i'm so sorry that's like so fucking sucky and yeah yeah but thank you for giving us an update yeah. and calling us to begin with and any time and we are back um should we get into the rest of the calls let's do it hey megan melissa um big fan so I just wanted to get your guys' advice on what I should do about asking somebody their pronouns in a workplace setting. Um, the person I work with just got hired. They're more feminine looking, but they're, they have a masculine name. So I don't know if they want to go by he, she, her, they, them. Um, and I don't know if it's appropriate to ask in like a corporate setting. Um, just like background, I was raised very conservative, and I'm really trying very hard to have more uh, just accepting viewpoints in general. Um, so this is uh, the first time I've ever had to come across a situation where I needed to ask somebody their pronouns. I just want to know what, like, the proper way of going about that would be. Do I just straight up ask, hey, what's your pronouns, or is that, like, not cool in a corporate setting? Uh, that's it. Thanks, guys. I don't know. You could... You just take a page out of my boss's book and call him buddy. (laughs) Champ pal. No, I mean, I think asking someone's pronouns is not an offensive thing at all. And I think the idea that like, it makes sense that you're saying that you grew up with like kind of more conservative views because that, again, it is somewhat perceived as like a provocative or like inappropriate kind of thing when it's, it's not, we assume people's pronouns all of the time. I think the best way to go about it is just be like if you have introduced yourself and you already have like talked to this person um and just saying hey i also never realized that i shared my pronouns with you like my pronouns are she her what what are your pronouns and that's it's that's the way to do it point blank is not is offering yours first to show hey <laughs> this is like i i'm offering this first would love to know what yours are as well and then from there, like, if that's not a conversation that they've had with other coworkers, I think if any other coworker who's referring to them by wrong pronouns, be like, hey, I had a conversation with them. They, um, their pronouns are actually this, this. From every person I've talked to who, who is not like cis and who has had these conversations with people, it's always been like, oh my God, I am so, I feel so comfortable. And like, it feels fucking great when you ask me, like, thank you. Like that's, it's, it's a great feeling. It's not necessarily awful, but also I'm not a part of that community. So I can't like speak as a whole for it at all. But yeah. And I think in general, Melissa and I, we've had so many conversations about this, that like my go-to, if I don't, if I look in someone's bio, if it's on social media first, and then usually I'm referring people as they, them, Mm -hmm. because I, I don't know. And like, because someone is like more, female or male presenting has like nothing to do with their pronouns and so in general take that conversation and start that conversation with here am i what are yours um and then moving forward using not like don't not using gendered pronouns for people unless you know their pronouns one thing you can also do is maybe if you don't know and well, you don't know and making them feel comfortable is like in your email signature, put yours there too. And that can inspire everyone else that works with you to also do the same thing. 
That's a great call. And like maybe even talking to HR of being like, hey, I think it'd be a great thing if we implemented company wide that we all add our pronouns to our email signature. If we can do that, because then moving forward, new hires too, and just making sure that everybody feels comfortable Mm -hmm. and is able to be them, not only be themselves, but also have other people recognize, like like not misgender them and recognize them for who they are. Mm -hmm. So... But yeah, but I mean, great on you for calling. Also, like not to, I'm not like saying this to be an asshole, like love that you called in for this, but there are like, this is a conversation for like a lot of like cis hetero people that is, I don't want to say confusing, but is like, it's very new. And it's something that doesn't necessarily, like if you're also surrounded by a lot of cis hetero people, not something you come across a lot, but there are so many wonderful, like people who've written so many great articles and all that stuff like online like there is so much even like reddit like i was like bro because i there was something like grammatically i was trying to i'm not great at grammar and grammatically i was trying to make sure i was using the right non-binary pronoun for uh, like the grammar that i was using and someone had corrected me and then like i found this whole thread on reddit about all of this stuff and it's People are very, um, there are lots of people who are like really want to educate people and like are with all of that kind of stuff. And it's also great, especially if the person who you work with isn't necessarily wanting to have those long conversations and educate people on that. There are people who do that and to check online. Reddit's a great place. We love Reddit. (laughs) Mostly for the stonks though. Love a good stonk. (laughs) I also love trolling people in a Mm. good way. I love Bachelor Reddit. Um, I wish I had a more like personal anecdote to provide, but I think because I don't, that kind of goes to show you that it's not really something that people consider in a lot of workplaces, even when they should. So I think like Melissa's suggestion about the email signatures or Megan's suggestion about like, you know, bringing it up in a HR meeting or um, if I don't know if your company, I've been in a lot of companies where they kind of have these like, you know, like task force meetings or whatever, or like people. Space force. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. Um, where people like come from like across departments to like try and solve problems and things like that. And that sounds like a good thing that you could bring up in one of those if those exist at your company. If they don't, there's a good way to like do something positive at your company. Hi, Megan and Melissa. So I am 19 years old from the UK. I'm currently in my second year of university. And for a bit of background, I am a Pisces, as is very obvious in my dilemma. I'm quite emotional. Um, So when I started university back in September 2019, I met this guy who is four years older than me and he was in his final year. We went on a few dates and got along very well, but he said very early on that he didn't want anything serious and basically wanted exclusive rental benefits, which was understandable as he's graduating that year and didn't want any kind of ties. Um, But this really freaked me out as I've never been in a relationship before, never dated anyone before or had sex. So I just had a new bit of time to think and to know if that is what I wanted Um, But what followed was months and months and months of back and forth, on and off, a lot of tears and mainly me being overdramatic. I never did sleep with him as I knew it would make the situation complicated. But we did spend a lot of time with each other and say to each other's quite a bit. But he never pressured me and always made me feel safe and comfortable. Anyway, with COVID and everything, uni got cut short 
And I ended up going home in March time for lockdown. Um, but we never spoke or messaged kind of after that because things fizzled out in February. Um, flash forward to December 2020 and he graduated and has a job and is living about 20 minutes from my step family who I visit and go and stay with regularly. He messaged me to see if I would be around over Christmas um, but we never met up because of COVID restrictions and I was spending time with my family. But we did end up messaging quite a bit for a few weeks which brought up a lot of old feelings for me and I realised that I really did have feelings for him and I never got over him over all this time. Um, We had a very long phone call the other night in which I just word vomited to him about how I felt. We just reassessed the situation and came to the conclusion that we both still want very different things, but that if we did change our minds, we're always there. Um, Now I still can't stop thinking about it, even though we kind of got closure and all that. Um, I don't know whether to risk just going for casual and see if that would help or if it would make things worse or just try moving on. Um, but he's still on my mind and I can't. I don't know what to do about it. So any advice or insight would be great. Thank you. See, this is this is a lot harder now because the thing I would say you should do is harder to do in like our current reality because everyone's movements are restricted and, and, you know, your social life is for a lot of people, their social life has essentially been entirely like moved online. So yeah, like normally what I would say is like, and I think I've said, I may have like said something similar to this, like on the last time I was on, which is sort of like the, um, it, in my opinion, it's not good to kind of like hang on to like university relationships or like a relationship with someone that you had who may be older than you and has graduated because even that like short span of time, like your lifestyle changes so dramatically that I kind of think it's, I don't want to say you're wasting your time, but you know, you're kind of like shutting yourself off from, you know, other experiences that you could have while you're still at school, or if like, you're the one that's graduated. Um, But, you know, the best way to get over that, in my opinion, is usually like going out and meeting new people, and you can't go out and meet new people right now. So this one's a little trickier than it would be would have been, you know, like, um, a year and a half ago. Mm hmm. I just need to say the accent paired with the, I want to watch this rom-com. Like, I just like, it just feels like your accent is beautiful. I could listen to you read audiobooks forever. But I mean, I think the thing is that sucks. There's something cool. I just want to Uni. That's what I was going to say. As opposed to college. College. (laughs) I go to college. Like, it's just so like, what a beautiful accent. Um, but the whole thing is, is that like you are in the process of getting over him. Then he came back into your life and now you have to start all over again. And I think like a part of it is just managing your expectations where you kind of have to treat this like 
regardless of like the caveat, like the, the, I think it's great that he's been very communicative and was like, Hey, I am not like looking for, like he did not looking for a relationship, like X, Y, and Z and all of that kind of stuff. Just because someone says any of those things doesn't, and like we hear them and we agree with them doesn't necessarily mean that we stop ourselves from like falling for them or really liking them. And so I think that like you need to treat this like your ex got back into town and now you're starting from scratch of like getting back over him in that. And so like, I do not think the solution is being casual with him because what he can give you is not what you want. And it's not going to, it's, you're not going to suddenly then be casual and be like, oh, okay, now I'm great with this. Like my feelings are all gone. Like this is easy. So I say, as we usually do, cut him off completely. Mm -hmm. And then while you can't hang out with other people in person, Get your ass on all of the dating apps and just talk to people like fill your like text with that like message and like all of that kind of stuff. If that's a good distraction for you, Um, because I think especially because you have never really had a relationship before and this was all very like that it becomes this is the only thing you have to compare it to. And so you just need to have those when you miss talking to like a guy that you like have someone that you meet through a dating app that you can message that you like, like, or something like that, where it can fill that kind of thing, because you, uh, otherwise you're going to, when you miss, you miss him versus missing those feelings. And you need to take, take away, realize, not realize, but like, once you have more experiences with other people and just talking to other people, those feelings don't become specific to that person, which was something that I had to deal with after my first boyfriend. I was like, oh my God, I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. And finally I was like, no, I just like, miss being in a relationship and dating, but like, you're the only person who I had that with. So therefore I missed you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The reason why you're still hung up on him is because he's the only guy that you've really spent time with. And you guys, even though he said he didn't want a relationship, you were essentially dating. You were staying the night over at his place. And then also being in isolation away from people that could potentially be who you're dating. It also hampers with that. So you've got to cut him off completely because you're not going to get over him as long as you're still talking to him. And I'm sure like him being 20 minutes away is hard, but you, I think the best thing for you is to start talking to other people. Yeah, this is like a good like your situation is like a good segue into like a very good like piece of general dating advice, which is like, as Megan pointed out, it is, it is good that he was pretty upfront about what he wanted. So the piece of advice would be like, take people who you may be interested in or at their word, mm -hmm. which is he's kind of told you twice that he doesn't really feel the same way about you. And that's better than like what, you know, the alternative might, might've been, which is like people who, which it kind of sounds like he's still kind of doing people who just kind of like stringing along and just kind of like figure out, you know, like what to do to like keep you interested, engaged, whether for their own like self edification or whatever reason they're doing that. But like that really, I think that really like applies in this case based on what you, the caller said, which is like towards like the end of your call. And it's like, and we both kind of agreed that like, you know, if we're both like still around and it happens, it can happen. That <laughs> That's, that's like him saying very, exactly. That's like him very 
clearly saying to you that, I'd like, like to fuck you later that you are you are like an alternative or a fail safe or like <laughs> like I, I, I don't want to sound harsh but like yeah. he has like if he wanted to date you he would yeah and he's given you the opportunity to like take him at his word here's the and thing so that I would do uh-huh. that to add on to that the PSA is take people for what they're saying not necessarily their actions in this like that's what like he but the and also run far away anytime anyone uses the term exclusive friends with benefits because that makes absolutely no sense like I don't want to date you but I want to fuck you but you can't fuck anyone else and like what well, no, like that's just absolute bullshit. But no, there's times you're like, you have to take people for what they're saying because like, it's the same thing. Like I have so many friends who've been through this where it's like, oh, well, I mean, they said they didn't want anything serious, but like we were hanging out every day. And I was like, they don't want anything serious. It's like, but they were doing it. And I'm like, they don't want anything serious. They told you that. And just because their actions don't necessarily match what you expect the actions of that statement to be doesn't change that statement and how they feel. They're just acting in this way that they're like, well, I gave you that blanket umbrella term. Like, I don't want anything serious, even though like, regardless of any of that stuff, like that's, it's a very hard lesson that I think we learn a lot is like, we like to make things a lot more nuanced than they are, or, you know, that, that, well, you know, but this, this, and this, 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 and this, it's like, if they wanted to be serious, they would. And like, that's something that people say. And I like, you say like, I'm looking for a relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not something that is never spoken about and so then like all relationships happen when people are just looking for something casual and it ends up being more serious like no it's not yeah it's not it most people who date are like at one point or another in your position so like this is this is your chance to like yeah really like take that kind of lesson to heart which is you know take someone at their word when someone shows you who they are believe them Maya Angelou. Is this a a reality show confessional? What? That is a Maya Angelou quote. Yeah. (laughs) Great quote. I'm sorry. If anyone did that on a reality show, did you? But her face and her voice, like, yeah, that's true. Well, they would have paraphrased it. If someone shows you who they are, they showed you who you are. Like you, like girl, like (laughs) you gotta like just like look and see. And like know and believe. Meanwhile, the other island is <laughs> discussing. I know. Once COVID's done, I think you should go on the island. Yeah, there you go. That that's like a surefire <laughs> way to. Yeah. And then we can watch you and be like, oh, we knew her back when she took our she took our advice. She took our advice. Get it, girl. <laughs> she took our advice, and now she's on her way to a lucrative entertainment career. We are going to take a quick break, everyone, and we will be right back. We're on our way. Ready for a dead dead adventure. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah I drink mine specifically when I am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I... 
love the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream, the caramel sundae. I have all three of those flavors. Sometimes I mix and match them. Sometimes I'll use it when I'm baking or I'll just drink it straight. And it is, they're so good. They have a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that makes it so delicious. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley and we also received the Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective 
Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We are back from our break and it's time to get into the rest of the calls. Hi guys. I'll get right into it. I'm 23. I'm a Libra. I graduated in 2019 and I work full-time from home. My boyfriend does too. We have been living together and he's honestly the best person I've ever met and I love him to pieces. My issue is that I was in an extremely toxic relationship from the start of high school till the end of uni. Uh, When I finally broke up with him after six years because he treated me like I was his mother and would not allow me to do things or have friends and he considered me imperfect because I wasn't a virgin when he met me and of course over the course of uh, six and a half years actually I felt miserable and I would cry so often because of all the shit that he was putting me through. Fast forward to when we broke up I met my current boyfriend uh, got together with him two months later uh, quarantine started unfortunately. After a few months of being super consumed by love and amazement of how truly good love can be We settled down a bit and I started having time to think and think as you do in quarantine isolated at home for a year and I slowly started crying again but this time it wasn't so often and I can never tell why I'm actually crying. It's not like I have a specific reason or anything and yeah. He wants me to tell him when I feel like I want to cry so he can comfort me and he usually does actually or better yet he talks to me and makes me laugh and I don't even cry anymore. But it still happens sometimes and every time he's so worried and concerned and of course he's, I I would be too if he were the one crying in my arms. It would break my heart a bit and I'm beginning uh, to become afraid of telling him anymore and would rather do it alone in the bedroom for a bit to avoid concerning him because I feel completely fine after. I have started therapy today actually but I wanted to get your guys' opinion on whether or not I should keep telling him or not. I love him so much and it hurts me to see him worried about this over and over again every single time I feel like I have to cry again. Even though every single time after I finish, I feel completely fine. Thank you guys and hope you're having an as easy as it can be quarantine. So many good accents. I was just going to say that. that. I mean, you know, the, the first one, this, you, you have an amazing accent. I just want to say that. Um, Settle down. <laughs> Well, you know, it's just like, I'm a little jealous because I have this like weird, stupid, like California, Colorado, like hybrid, like, hey, dude. He did abbreviate on our grocery list. He abbreviated broccoli to Brock. And I was like, I'm unwell. (laughs) Great that you're starting therapy because I think like getting down to the bottom of, because like people use crying for various things. Like I have friends who like, it's just kind of a release of emotions that's like they kind of need to cry at the end of like every week. It's like built up frustration and like just anything. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's just that feels good. And I'm like, maybe it's like an orgasm. Like you just got to cry at the end of the week and it's like a release and you feel fine afterwards. There doesn't necessarily need to be like something specifically like wrong or something that you're upset about. It just can be like how you process and deal with your emotions. And 
again, like an orgasm or like going on a run or something, you feel a lot better afterwards. And that might not be how he processes. And so for him, it's like if he's crying, it's like a really huge deal or something like that. And I would say, I don't think you need to, I think you like communicate, talk to your therapist and find out like if that's, if that's just like kind of the person that you are and then communicate that with him. And so then it's like, and here, like, I don't want you to have to like worry about me or anything like that. And if his like worry and trying to comfort you and like make you feel better and all of that kind of stuff, if that like is getting in the way of that, like cathartic emotional release for you, and then it becomes like, oh, now I can't really do that anymore because I have to worry about how he's feeling. And therefore you're not like honoring your own emotions, which is the whole reason why you're crying is just like, get your feelings out. Then I think you like, let him know that that's like, and maybe you cry in the shower and that's something that you can like, that's your time, but it does just depend on what the origin or like what the, like the, the root cause of that is, because we all have different ways to like deal with our emotions. And it's not like an unhealthy way. It's not an unhealthy way to deal with emotions at all. But if it is how you deal with emotions, then that needs to be something that you figure out. And so Mm -hmm. then you can communicate it to him so he doesn't have to worry. And then that doesn't, it doesn't mean that you have to like not do this anymore or like hide or like any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it seems like he's just somebody that tries to fix things instead of dealing with what's actually happening. (laughs) uh and so maybe giving letting him know that you know sometimes i just cry that's what Mm -hmm. i do and i don't need you around to try to be there to fix the situation because maybe there might not just be something that needs to be fixed that's not for us to say but and you're going to therapy to figure things out but like sometimes you just might need to cry and putting like letting him know that like that's my me time I'm going to cry and you don't you don't have to do anything. And I don't want you to feel bad about like trying to fix me because there might not it just might not be anything that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you feel called out? No, I mean, you I know, don't really cry. I, I don't think you're a fixer. As, yeah. Like so I can I can kind of see where I your boyfriend may be coming from. And that that doesn't mean he's, he's you know, it's like a bad thing, but. I think like one thing that I've learned is like sometimes sort of that, like, you know, you're like coming in, you're like, all right, like what's going on? Like, what can we do? Game plan, break it down. Like sometimes that can make the other person on the receiving end kind of really get in their own head Mm -hmm. um, in a non-productive way about what's going on, you know? And they're like, oh, like, well, I don't know what's wrong. So maybe like there's something wrong with me because like, I just don't feel good. And like, there's nothing like, there's no like causal effects, you know, it's not like, oh, I like hit my knee really hard and I'm crying. It's like, yeah, I think like what Megan said is absolutely right. Like you just have to let him know that, you know, sometimes this is just a cathartic exercise for you and and sometimes it's hard to articulate why you're feeling that way in that particular moment but the solution the temporary solution is is having a good cry and um if that's happening it the need there's no need for him to like step in and be like hey why are you feeling that way is it is it quarantine stress or like 
like everyone in the world is stressed out right now. So, you know, having like a cathartic cry without like any deeper underlying direct meaning is, is good. And yeah, you just have to tell him that. And if he's anything like me, you'll probably have to remind him a few times. So don't, (laughs) don't get annoyed that you have to remind him a few times. Just, you know, be, you know, be, yeah, just be direct with him about that. I think if I stubbed my toe and was crying, Mops would like, you would come up with like, you would write a whole like football game plan on a whiteboard with like how we solve this. No, no game plan. No, no game plan necessary. Just uh, rub some dirt on it. (laughs) Fucking Um, Should we go on to the next? Hey, don't blame me podcast. Um, I guess I'll just get right into it. There's this girl that I like and she just got out of a nine month relationship. And I know you guys might rip me to shreds because I'm so young. And obviously you shouldn't date somebody that just got out of a relationship because it never ends well because there's baggage from that relationship. And it's never really good to get back into a relationship like super quick. But I like this girl. We worked together for like a year at the same workplace. And she's also one of the reasons I left because it ended badly. But I... We have so many things in common, and I really like her. And we go to the same gym, and we work out together. And so, yeah, I don't really know what to do. But also, to preface this, I've never really had a girlfriend before. And it's not like I've never tried or anything. It's just I've never done anything, like, sexually or anything in that respect. And so I'm a little nervous if, like, Cause we hang out often, but if we hang out and like it gets down to it, I've never like done anything. Like the first time I like cuddled with a girl was like four months ago and I'm 18 years old. So I just want to have an interesting perspective. And if you could have Leo Howard on the podcast again, that would be awesome. He's one of my favorite people. And I know he's one of your favorite people, Megan. Um, but anybody's input would be amazing. And it would just, brighten my day just to know that like either you guys ripped me to shreds on it or it it's like good helpful advice um i guess more details would be that yeah she did get on a non-rest relationship and it ended badly but we kind of patched things up and yeah so that's pretty much it so far i guess i'm just gonna wait it out and just hear your guys's responses so Thank you. My, the, my guy. I'm sorry. The, I'm Another so, great accent, by the way. I'm so happy that you put the Leo Howard part in because I'm hearing you're dating a girl. You The, the accent, the, all of it. I'm like, you just, you are not our target demo or really like what are. Smart men should be listening to this. Without though. a doubt. But the, I'm just, I please let us know how you found the pot is it from freakish like is it from did you find it through like being a fan of leo i'm so curious what if it's through her oh my god Uh, if it's for her if it's through her i what if it's like a that is the smartest fucking double game a girl that you like likes this podcast and so you call in she might hear it like it's gonna be a whole oh my god well if i love that you're here me too. Thank you. Like this makes me so happy. Like we love normalizing. Like ha- you know, c- love this. Like I we love to hear. We rarely hear from 
Um, straight guys. Well, I mean, not necessarily like he's dating. He's not necessarily straight if he's just dating like um, a girl. But like we rarely hear from like men who call in who are dating women and like mm -hmm. asking about women. Like regardless of like straight, bi, like pan anything. We like never have any dudes really calling about <laughs> dating girls. So this is just wild. And I like love this is, you. This is a unique like... I think you guys are well positioned to give him some advice. I feel yeah, and you're, like. you're not, you're no Leo Howard, but you do have some like throwback Leo Howard hair right now. Maybe if you Leo. squint your eyes. <laughs> Actually, if you morph our faces together and squint your eyes, it will be him. Uh, Leo, oh no. <laughs> Very sad baby. I, Leo Howard's one of my favorite people too. Yeah. Um, man. So there's one thing you said that I wish I... I wish I could call you and ask about because I'm not sure I understood entirely is when you said you guys worked together and she was the reason you left, mm -hmm. but it ended badly. I kind of feel like that was like an important yeah. detail that was missed a little bit. Like, did it just end badly? Like you like walked into your boss's office and pulled a half-baked and was just like, fuck you, fuck you. Oh, no, I think You're it cool. meant that they like, I, I wonder if it was, you know, she was in a relationship and then you worked together and then you had like told her how you, there was something yeah, happened with you. That, like, well, that was the other thing I was Because then he repeated it again at the end that yeah. things are better now. Yeah. Mm. I mean... So if we're if we're operating from like that assumption. So if we're operating from that assumption, the thing that I would say is there's a high probability that how you feel for her is much greater than how she feels for you because she has been she had a boyfriend and now like and you had been into her, her and her boyfriend have broken up, you're still into her. So like your feelings might be farther progressed and just farther along than hers are for you. And while that's not necessarily like a bad thing at all and like i think a lot of relationships start off with like one person being more interested than the other person it's just a matter of figuring out if you're going to be able to meet each other's expectations like if you are really into her you need to be like honest with yourself and honest with her with like how much you like her and like what you're looking for because if it's like for her if she's like I like you, but like, I like, you know, I'm new. I want to be saying, I, you know, I like kind of want to have fun, do my own thing, blah, blah, blah. It's not for you. I wouldn't recommend accepting whatever she can give you because you've been pining for like her for a while and that it might just, that might be like a big disappointment. But I also think I'm not, we're not going to rip you to shreds because you're young. I think of anything like, because you're young, like, Fuck it. Like, as long as you're being safe, COVID permitting, and I hope the girl that you cuddled with or whoever you cuddled with, you were mm. tested beforehand. Because the accent makes me stress that you are in a state that is not being up to, like, not on top of fucking protocols, which to be fair, neither is California. Because you're young, I think we can, you can have really great loves when you're young, but you can also, like, you move really fucking fast and we get over yeah. people and like X, Y, and Z and all of that stuff. And like, I don't think, I think this whole thing of when I say like, you know, take your time, really like let relationships, like have these times to get over. Like I'm more speaking about relationships when you're like into your twenties that are more intense just by nature that I think like when you're younger, I know for me, like I 
like I could get over someone so much quicker. And like, it wasn't necessarily a rebound. It was just like our relationship was never that deep. like weighted <laughs> or deep. Yeah. And that has nothing to do, like, there's nothing wrong with that. And doesn't mean that your relationship with her eventually could not, would not be like deep or anything like that. It's just age wise. You can only like love someone or like someone as much as like you can at that age. And like, we're always going to be like, growing and changing and being able to like, be in like heavier, deeper relationships just because we are know ourselves more and like we are able to do all of that. So I wouldn't, I would say because you're young, I would also just kind of say fuck it. And I've also really romanticized this whole story in my head that she listens to the podcast. So I am like on your <laughs> fucking team. And I'm like, I ship it and you love Leo. <laughs> so like this is just like you've you've won me over. Yeah. If it's coming from the assumption that we have that she already knows how you feel, then I think oh, you yeah. should just hang back and wait um because she you already put everything out on the table and now maybe she needs time to get over whatever the guy who who she was with before but i mean you guys are still like working out together so you're still around each other um hope it's covid safe uh but do do we think the girl he cuddled with and the girl he's pining after are the same girl no Mm -mm. no no, I think well, he's he a fan of Leah How- Howard. I think I think he's a, I think he's, you know, what's he, up with the the girl you cuddled with? Well, yeah, a, that is a great question. Yeah, I I feel like we always come back to the same advice when when people younger than us call in, uh, which is like you're really young, you have a lot a lot of life to live. Like if the girl that you're pining for, the girl that you're you're really into, is sort of not really in a place right now to um, entertain a new relationship or maybe it, as Megan said, doesn't feel the same way that you do. There are other people out there that might appreciate like, as Megan said, kind of like your desire to like be with one person, be with someone special. I get call that cuddle like, cutie back. Yeah. Question though, what do you think? Cause you, when you said that you don't think he needs to say anything to her again, that she probably remembers. What do you think about one time just like checking they they broke like her and her ex have like broken up and just being like because I, I am torn on the like this the the side because as you're saying like go all in. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Because I, as as a girl like as a girl, like I wouldn't usually forget if someone had like liked me and like I would know and operate on that. But then there's also sometimes where like, especially if I was younger and I did like someone and then I didn't hear anything, I would wonder afterwards. So I wonder what, what do you think if he said like, they've broken up, it's like one last time, just be like, hey, just like checking in on you. I heard you broke up. Um, like, I'll, and, and not saying like, I'm still into you, but like, let me know if you like ever want to talk, like I'm here for you. And extending that in like a, she'll know it's in those well, feelings kind of way. No, because it they obviously, they had like a oh, fight still, or something and they're yeah. still yeah. seeing each other now. Like they've probably... She's yeah. probably well aware. She's you're probably right. the one that told or, him. Or she is a totally clueless. No, person. you're right. Yeah. If there's think, if they're still hanging out, she knows. And so then yeah, and I think, they had I think, like patched things up. Like they yeah. I think that they're if they talk through things, because I would have if I would have had like such a big blowout with somebody and then they quit working with me. <laughs> um <laughs> they obviously talk through whatever happened. Mm-hmm. I think like what I would do if I were you, I think you have two. I I think exactly like you said, just like operate on that she knows and don't say anything. Like, don't be like, 
ask her out. Don't be pushy. Like, just like let have her like run her course of like this post breakup and like all of that kind of stuff. And then I think like if a certain amount of time goes by or like a year or something or like six months, like if there goes a point where if you need her to like explicitly say like, I really like you as a friend, but I'm not interested in you like that. If you need that to get over that, you can like just, I wouldn't put your feelings on her and say, hey, I really like you. I would just straight up ask like, hey, I like love you so much as a friend. Like you're so great. Like I really love hanging out with you. And this is would never change our relationship and like how we hang out, like whatever your answer is. But you obviously know that I have had feelings for you. And I just, I just need the closure to like know that like, if you're not ever, like, if you're just not interested, so like, I can just like move on and like, we can stay being friends. If you need that, I would do that, but really make sure that you're not putting your feelings on her or making, not that, like, yeah, that you're just explicitly asking in those situations. It's always really great to kind of offer the example of just say, if you don't like, say the words that might be hard for her to say. So she can say like, yeah, as opposed to being like, I don't like you and I'm never going to like you. (laughs) Like, if you can say, if you can just let me know if this is just like not in the card, yeah. you're not interested, that would be like helpful for me. Yeah. And I also would examine yourself and see if you're friends with her because you think it's going to lead somewhere or are you just being friends or you're just like happy with being friends with her? Because mm-hmm. if you're only friends with her because you think it's going to lead somewhere, you might as well cut your losses now because you're just going to fall even harder. Yeah. And you should, because that's also not fair to her because mm-hmm. she thinks that you're friends. So if you right now, that's such a good point. If you right now are friends with her because you want to date her then you need to tell like you need to tell her like hey I still have feelings for you and like I'm I need to like take a step back and then take a step back and then if she wants to date you then she'll date you but you can't yeah being friends with someone with that expectation or that hope then also just like leaves you both disappointed because neither of you are getting the relationship that you thought you were getting out of it please please slide into our DMs and tell us how you found the podcast. (laughs) And um, please get all of your friends who are also like, you know, that any sort of like men dating women, like, please just like, I would, I would fucking kill to have an audience like that. Me hey too. bros, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're listening to Don't Blame Me. Oh, sick. I'm gonna slide in with sick. that. We're gonna eat pussy on that sick. show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slide in with you guys. Bros. Maybe we have to do an entire episode on like eat and fucking pussy and then we'll get them that's to true. be fair we want i don't even know if we we'll get like the really nice sensitive and then guys, a lot of but we'll, gay women will be like we yeah but know. i was like but to be fair we should probably have a gay woman on to like yeah. well, I'm, I'm like i don't know how i know what i, I don't enjoy know <laughs> i could tell you how to enjoy it don't, i could tell you how to give instructions but like we should get don't him. blame me but giving you the life advice you really want wow yeah. see this is why we should do extra episodes we should mm-hmm. like literally have an entire like episode Ugh. It's a good call. Hi, Megan and special guest. I am 20 years old and I'm calling for relationship advice. So I currently have been living with my boyfriend. We were together for a couple months about like a year ago. And then it was long distance at the time. And I was still needing to move home from college, which I already knew I was going to move home. I moved home. A couple months later, we tried being together again because really the only reason we broke up was because of distance. And we got back together. And then a few months later, I started staying with him at his apartment. So I currently still live with him. Everything was really good. And then for about the past month, he started to become really distant and just way less physically affectionate. Like there would be days where we wouldn't even kiss and 
that just really bothered me. Like I would go to bed at night and notice like, oh, we didn't kiss or we weren't physically affectionate at all. And I don't want that to sound needy, but I mean like no physical affection. So there'd be times when we'd like go to bed and I'd be like, oh, like we didn't even kiss today or like whatever. And he would just kind of like laugh and act like he didn't care, which would hurt my feelings. So I would kind of just like go to sleep and let it go. Or sometimes I would bring it up. Well, one time when I brought it up, this was like probably like two, three weeks ago now. It was right around our seven months. We've been together for a little less than eight months now when we got back together. Um, he told me that he didn't feel like he was in love with me. And he feels like when we've been together for about seven months, he should feel like he's in love with me. We've never said I love you, by the way. He said that he should feel like he thinks he should feel like he's in love with me, but he doesn't feel that way. And then he also told me he's been thinking about a job offer he got last year and turned down because it's two and a half hours away. So he'd be hours away from family because no one lives in that area. And we would have to figure out if I would go with him or not. And I really wouldn't want to go out there. But I also feel that if I didn't, we would break up. So I'm not necessarily looking for advice on the job offer because he hasn't even looked for places to live out there. Like, it's not like he's taking the job. But I just kind of want advice on how to go about this. It's been a couple weeks. The past week has been good. But I just still feel uneasy about the things that he said. So just let me know your thoughts. Sounds like you need to break up with him. Break up with him before he breaks up with you. I think, I think he's uh, mentally already he's broken going up with to break you. up with him. Like I say this out of love. Like he's he is he is planting the seeds and he is doing the thing that guys do usually, where they plant the seeds in hopes that you will do it for them. And take those seeds. Be like, I see your seeds. Let me water those seeds and let me rip them out of the fucking. Gr- I got you. Peace. Like this is. Yeah, kind of. It's weird be- that he brought up the job offer. It almost sounds like it sounds like he was implying that, like, if some sort of like similar event um, came along in his life, like he would use that as like an excuse to break up with you. Um, although I will say, like, two and a half hours, like, it's not. It's that not much. long. I mean, but you guys have been dating for. How, did she say how long they were dating before they broke up? Was mm-hmm. it? It wasn't like. But like seven, you're living together. So did they did they date long distance and then move in together right away? Like when they weren't long distance anymore? Because that's a bad idea. I'm just gonna throw that out. It there. is. It's actually a very, a very, very bad very idea. Bad idea. Um, like you should be in the same like city or general place for a little while, not living together. Like if I if you're like kind of cycling off like long distance, it just puts too much pressure on. I feel like they probably just like moved in together because of COVID. I think so too, and this is like this is what happens for like lots of people, and I think that um, you guys are you are both just on very different pages. For I think for you, you might have felt like this moving in step like your relationship is more serious because you live together like emotionally. And I think for him, it was probably more convenience. And he's treating this like as if someone who he has been dating for seven months and isn't sure if he's that into, but it's hard because your life that you're living with him is that of someone who has been dating for a lot longer and who mm-hmm. is, who are in love and all of that stuff. And it sucks. But the, the whole, like, I don't, lo- I feel like I should love you, but I don't think 
it's not you need to get out like you need to get out because he's like again I say this with love he's going to break up with you but it doesn't seem like he is going to be upfront about that (laughs) and he's and the issue with when people start doing this like I said when people start planting the seeds um similar to the update call we had last time it gets to a point where people just start hurting your feelings and people just start saying things that make you hate them and make you resent them and make you like so you have to break up with them and I would save yourself the inevitable hurt that's going to come from like the more things that he's going to do or say that are going to like hurt you and like make you feel like shit to try and get you to break up with him and just be like I don't think we want the same things we're not on the same page and like that's okay and this is going to be done because I don't think there's also anything wrong with being in a relationship and not being in love by seven months I don't think there's like a timeline of that, but you guys just aren't on the same page. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue. And like he's that not like he doesn't even care that he's not kissing you all day. Like at all. That means you guys probably aren't having sex either. He doesn't care. I think you're just there because you're just somebody there that he can be quarantined with. It's more like you guys are roommates. Yeah. And I that that's hard to grapple with because I think you you both see your relationships really differently. Mm-hmm. And it yeah, it, that that's just that's just hard. You just get out. Get out. Yep. I think like it's gotten to the point where like again, we're living in this weird unprecedented time and like that might be putting kind of external pressure in your mind to like try and make it work. Because you may not want to like go through the logistics. The logistics of like breaking up when you live with someone, which is, you know, moving out, finding a place, like, you know, rep- if they own like most of the furniture, like and what I would say is like I feel like it's gotten to the it sounds like it's gotten to the point where it's even more of a hassle to kind of do that stuff right now or like start over in COVID. Like I actually think you, it sounds like you'd be happier. Well, you can't control if you're going to break up or not. You can control if you're the one breaking up with him or not. Like, which is a harsh thing to say, but like, I don't think it's a matter of like, oh, I don't want to break up because like the legit, I'm like, (laughs) I think it's going to happen regardless, but one, you're going to be blindsided and have to get your shit together. And the other, you can prepare for. Yeah. So, but best of luck. Um, and if it doesn't work out with the dude and the gym girl, maybe maybe y'all should link up. There you go. I think there's quarantine. A, a big age gap there. Oh, probably. Mm. I forget he's 18. Yeah. And she just graduated from college. So I don't think oh, she see, wants... This, that's my issue always is because I didn't graduate from college. So I don't know what age you graduated from college. I left college 22. when I was like 19. So I'm like, you're the same age. I'm like, oh, I did not graduate. Like, I can't believe people can legally drink in college. Like, that's so weird to me. I mean, we drink later than, like, the rest of the world. That is true. University. Uni. 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 I love it. That is it. What? Did you have a great time? I did. It flew by. Flew fucking by. Well, thank you, babe, for joining us for our Valentine's Day. Spectacular. This is a nice... The highlight of the day. Don't you like thinking about other people's problems? Yeah. It is pretty fucking <laughs> Especially nice. right now. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. That's, I think, half the reason why we love this so much. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310 694 0976. International listeners, you can follow uh, 
you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. My brain was like already thinking of the next thing I was going to say, mm-hmm. which was um, please follow us on our individual socials as well as the podcast Instagram account. And if, for the voicemail, leave it under three minutes, 18 or over to call and or get your parents permission. And um, cool accents preferred. <laughs> <laughs> we are also available ad free on Stitcher Premium. So if you were like, let me not listen to ads, which is what ad free means. You can listen to us there. Also, if you want to leave a review on the podcast app, we appreciate it. We are also on Patreon for a dollar a month. You can see the video versions. So you can see Matsu's luscious locks. You can you can see Melissa and I's faces when we like react to shit, like just the gasps. Follow our, or our Patreon. You can also support the channel uh, and our podcast. $5 a month. We do live streams. Um, we literally just Zoom like you would. I don't have any college friends, but I feel like it's what you would like Zoom with your college friends, right? I've never Zoomed with my college friends. But, but if you were to. to. Yeah. We don't haven't you done. Like- yeah. We surprisingly haven't done a big group. That should probably organize it. You should. You should do a sorority one. We, yeah. every- we did that like a lot at the them. beginning. We did that a lot at the beginning of all those. Yeah. yeah. If you want to buy my presets, check them out. Um, MeganRanks.co slash presets and uh, buy my book. And... Yeah. Also, if you've been in, in a caller from another episode, we would love to have updates. So yes, don't please. forget to call us with updates, leave a voicemail. You can either email us and schedule or leave a voicemail and tell us and all of that stuff. We're very easy to get in communication with, but don't forget, we do not give advice via DM or written emails. Correct. We'll see you all next time. Goodbye. Wear a mask. Don't kill anybody. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moon.
moonpig.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.